This is the Casper and Chris podcast. From News Talk KBOI, Boise. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. I understand Teresa Renault is with us right now. Miss Renault, good morning. Good morning. How this are is, you? This is Bryant Gumbel. I'm down on uh, 59th and 5th. Where are you? I am in Chelsea, and we are at, at 8th and 16th. We are the tallest building in the area, and we my window faces south, uh, so it looks directly onto the World Trade Center. And I would say, you know, approximately 10 minutes ago, there was a major explosion from probably, uh, it looks like about the 80th floor. It looks like it's affected... Probably four to eight floors. Uh, major flames are coming out of the, let's see, the north side and also the east side of the building, yes. And it was very loud explosion followed by flames, and it looks like the building is still on fire on the inside. Um, which building are we talking about, the one that's westernmost? Um, let's see. Yes, sir. Did you hear the explosion oh, from yes. your position? Yes, we did. As a matter of fact, we, we heard it, and... and because I was just like standing there pretty much looking out the window. I didn't see what caused it or if there was an impact. So you have no idea right, right oh, now? Oh, there's another one. Another plane just hit. <gasps> right? Oh, my God. Another plane has just hit. It hit another building. Flew right into the middle of it. Explosion. My God, it's right in the middle of the building. This one into the East Tower. Yes. Yes. Right in the middle of the building. And right now... That, yes, that was definitely looked like it was on purpose. You saw a yes, plane? Yes, I just saw a plane go into the building. Why do you say that was definitely on purpose? It, because it just, it just flew straight into it. It looks like it's about, uh, I would say, 15 floors lower than the first building, and there's now flames coming out of that building as well. There are both completely on fire. Now, Teresa, hang on with us one second. We're going to we're going to re-rack the tape of when we were talking to you to see if we can tell. Okay. Um, we can't see anything. We can't see a second plane in the picture. There, we see the explosion. Six oh eight. This is the twenty second anniversary of nine eleven this morning, and we'll be commemorating that throughout the morning. You can share your thoughts. Uh, I don't think you and I have ever actually talked about what you were doing that day because you were not in Boise. And once again, Chris Walton now today uh, sick. Nate Shellman is uh, filling in. Welcome in. Thank you for uh, waking up uh, extra early for no, a Monday morning. No problem. Uh, twenty two years ago. I was working in Cleveland radio. I was working for uh, a, a mix station there, producing some guys. And we were already in the first reports had come out about the first plane that flew into the building. And we didn't know right away whether it was what plane it was. Was it an accident? We didn't know what was going on. And like a lot of music stations do, we kind of, DJed the last hour of the show and we were recording interviews and one of the interviews we were recording was Montel Williams and because he had a talk show that he was launching and so on so we were on the phone with him when the second plane hit and it was we were all watching it 
It was happening in a building right right by him where he saw it with his own eyes. Mm-hmm. And it was it was all very surreal. And a couple minutes later, we had no idea what was going on, but a couple minutes later, a Cleveland police officer walked onto the floor and said, everybody needs to leave this building immediately. And I made a call to a couple people. We put the news station on in Cleveland that I worked for, WTAM, and we had to leave. That was it. We just had to leave. Come to find no, out. No idea why at that time. No had- idea why. And it was it was odd because I was uh, a couple of us were kind of staying, you know, against orders and making sure buttons were were pushed and so on and so forth. Because you're a rule breaker. Well, there was information that had to be out, right. and by then there were stations that were going wall to wall coverage. And remember, we, <laughs> looking back now, we didn't enjoy regular TV programming anywhere for a for a couple days, so. We were we were we went wall to wall, and uh, this was just a reminder. This is also before the age of the internet, where you could follow everything on the internet. Correct. You know the average person being able to do it. so you had to watch television or listen to the radio. Right. So the smartphones really hadn't taken off by then. So uh, we had no idea that there was another plane that was last seen heard over Cleveland, Ohio. And the last contact from that plane was out of Cleveland Hopkins International Airport. And that plane later uh, was was taken down by the uh, uh, by everybody else on board in Pennsylvania. We didn't know. We didn't know what was going on. We had to get the information out that, that all the flights were being grounded and it was it was just Everybody, there were people who were confused, there were people who were frightened, and we had to kind of put all that aside and just get the information out. Because you're looking at 9, 9.30, 9.45 a.m., and by 10 o'clock, we were all, it was all hands on deck. We were all working for a yeah. newsroom for, for the rest of the day. I was working in this building 22 years ago, Magic 93.1. Okay. It was uh, myself, Kay McGuire, Jody was our producer, mm-hmm. and this was back in the time she was doing news updates, and she come in, and, and this was still when we had the AP right. teletype here, and came in, and she goes, "Some a plane just hit the World Trade Center." And I go, "That's impossible. There's no way a train can or a p- plane can hit the World Trade Center." I go, "You can't. That's airspace you can't fly into." Same. Same thought we had. Who who does that? Yeah, and I I originally thought what Cessna went off course and hit. You know, right. I'm thinking a little small plane. We immediately turn on the television to uh, watch what was going on, and then what was it? 18 minutes later, mm-hmm. we watched as a second. Already, I'm starting to think this is this. I, I saw the big size of the uh, where the plane hit, and I go, this isn't a small plane. I go, this uh, this can't happen. I go, this this looks like more of, on purpose. And then we watched as the second plane hit and then went, okay, this is on purpose. There's no way two planes accidentally hit, right. you know, the, the tower. And then, of course, we know that it was on purpose. Um, this also kind of ties into here because it was immediately after that that we started simulcasting for the rest of the day. We didn't play any more music the rest mm-hmm. of the day. We simulcast KBOI the rest of the day. And it kind of changed 
forever what KBOI became. I think at that point, if I remember Chris telling correctly, it was starting then that KBOI started to become a full-time news talk yeah. radio station because of 9-11. It happened to a lot of stations across the country where a lot of programming did change, a lot of formats did yeah. change. Uh, so what you hear today, um, it happened because of what happened on 9-11. We'll uh, continue to talk about this throughout the uh, morning. There are some Treasure Valley um, places that will recognize and uh, honor 9-11 victims today. We'll update you and share with that with you. Plus, we'll take your thoughts once again 22 years ago. 9-11. We'll get to more of that coming up this morning. Phone lines are open at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Time for our first check on sports. Once again, Nate filling in for Chris. This update brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna, homemade sausage gravy made daily, in-house smoked pork belly and pulled pork. Can't even talk this morning. Uh, all that and a whole lot more all gets underway uh, at 7 a.m. when they open as usual, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. every day. Giants fans, uh, <laughs> mm. wow! Consider yourselves warned. Field goal from the left hash, and that ball is mishandled, blocked and picked up by the Cowboys defender on the right sideline. It is Noah Egan Benamiki, and he runs it in for a touchdown oh, for man. Dallas. It was Wanye Thomas with the block. Ah. <sighs> I, uh, I I don't know with that loss if the, the Giants were mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, <laughs> but uh, anything's possible. Cowboys fans, that annoying sound you hear, that, oh, that those are the sounds the of worst. Cowboys fans. Oh, but wait. Oh, but wait. I, what's more annoying, a happy Cowboys fan or a happy Niners fan? Between the hash marks, they did pick up the first down. Stretch run coming left to McCaffrey. Stays play side, breaks a tackle, 45. Block from Ayuk down the sideline, 30. Cuts back inside, 20. Still inbounds down the sideline. Diving for the end zone. Touchdown! Yeah, we got it. So, <laughs> uh, By the way, uh, I can answer that question. Happy Cowboys fan, much, much worse than a happy 49ers fan. Okay, what's worse, a happy Cowboys fan, a happy Niners fan, or mm, a happy Raiders fan? Garoppolo, shotgun snap, fires the slant. It's caught Myers at the goal line. He leads in. Touchdown, Raiders. Jacoby Myers on the slant with his second touchdown grab and his silver and black debut. And the Raiders with an extra point will take the lead here in Denver. Still the Cowboys. <laughs> what's more sad? What's what's more sad? A sad oh, a sad no, Denver Bronco do fan. Don't do a this. sad Denver Bronco <laughs> fan or Man, it's midseason loud right now. Akers in the backfield. Stafford under center. A quick toss to Akers. He comes near side. He's gonna go in untouched. <laughs> what's more annoying, Mike Casper? A happy Cowboys fan. Oh, still a happy, <laughs> still a happy, happy Niners fan. fan, a happy Raiders fan, or four to the right, one to the left from the 13th, second down. It's a draw. Here comes Watson running. Ten, corner, five, touchdown. They loaded it up with four receivers to the right, one to the left, and it was a quarterback draw all the way. That's your Cleveland Browns beating uh, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. It's, it's close, but I'm still going to go with Cowboys over Nate Shellman. Which, by the way, <laughs> means both AFC championship teams have opened up the season 0-1. And that's sports. 
Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KDOI. 631, it is 59 degrees in downtown Boise. Once again, Nate Showman filling in for uh, Chris Walton, who is out ill today. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless, commemorating the event that happened 22 years ago today, 9-11. Talk more about this. You can share your thoughts. If you want, you can email us, Chris, or Mike at KBOI.com. Chris is out today. Nate at KBOI.com. There you go. Or you can text us, 208-336-3700. Uh, coming up, uh, also, have it's Bronco Monday. We're going to talk about the latest game, Boise State Broncos, UCF, uh, Heartbreaker. <sighs> Once again this weekend, we still have a play of the game. We've got a $50 gift certificate to Land Ocean. We'll be giving away Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game coming up here this morning just before 9 o'clock. If you know the play of the game, make sure you're listening in for your chance to get that $50 gift certificate. Can we can we just for a second go back to that game and realize that not everything about that game was bad. There were some there were some great parts. There was a personal record set for Jonah Dalmas during that game. I just ask you off the air. They give the Broncos a 10-6 lead from the right hash. Guess officially 55 yards. Dalmas's kick is up, and Dalmas's kick is good! 55 yards, a career long for Jonah Dalmas. Now later, I guess, got changed to 56. A television said it was 56. Okay. Have you ever, have you ever seen a college game where there were three no. field goals of 50-plus yards kicked in a college game? I've seen it no. in a pro game. I've, I've never seen it in a, in a college game before. No, not, not that I can remember. I'm sure I have. I just not not one that I paid attention to that much. UCF's kicker, by the way, that that last kick that he kicked of uh, I think it was 55, if I remember correctly, officially, um, that would have good been good from 65. Well, it was a knuckleball. It was a, it was a not the last not the last one the the second to the long the long one that he kicked, not the one to win the game. Okay, that one would have been good from 65 yards. And wish we hadn't called timeout. Because he had, because if we if we hadn't called timeout, he would he would have missed it. They I, they expect it now. Kickers yeah. kickers. Yeah. I mean, you, we could and we will Monday morning quarterback. That's <laughs> we, what, that's our job. That's what we do. <laughs> uh, we we will Monday morning quarterback, and you know it, it, every Bronco Nation has uh, has had uh, <clears throat> mixed feelings all weekend long. I've been reading it, been hearing some of it, um, guys. It's it's a long season. This isn't, by the way, the first time Boise State has been zero and two after playing back to back Power Five teams. No. Two thousand five, it happened, and that team ended up winning nine games that year after losing to Georgia in Georgia, and then they lost to Oregon State. And what happened the year after? The year after uh, they won the Fiesta Bowl, huh. right? Uh, well, and, and and I'm not saying that that's definitely going to happen. Although Tulane did fall, so. There still is a chance. Yeah. There still is a good chance. They still have to just focus nonstop on the conference. What is their, yeah, what's their number one goal every year? Number one goal, win the conference. And that, I mean, that hasn't changed anything 
Um, you know, obviously there are some things that need to be fixed. We'll talk more about this. It is Bronco Monday. Bob Beeler will be with us coming up here at about 835 this morning. We also have tickets. You want to go to the game. It's an early ga- daytime game. Mm-hmm. 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Nate Shelman has to get up at 4 again on yes. Saturday because he's so sneaky. How did I get, don't we have anybody? What are you doing? You why can't you wake up at five? You're used to it. Not on Saturdays. I don't care. Saturdays is golf day. Not at five a.m. It's not. <laughs> Nate show and begins your day. We have tickets for the game. More tickets than anybody else. Yes, we do. Once again, listen for your cue to text sometime after nine this morning. You'll hear oh, that cue to text, and you can get yourself our first pair of tickets once again to see the Broncos take on North Dakota coming up this Saturday. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 6.42, Nate Shelman in filling in for Chris Walton today. As disappointed... You're going to say something that's going to make me mad in this segment, aren't you? (laughs) As disappointed as we uh, are with the Boise State Broncos starting the season 0-2, losing to UCF, it was a good game. Um, Yeah, there there are problems I think that we can still point to, but it was an entertaining game right up till the end. There were a couple of Idaho teams, yes. You always want an outcome where you win. However, UCF is a good team. Not only that, they are a power five team, yeah. and to only to only lose by by two in a last in a last second field goal shows that the program does belong, can hang with a power five conference, right? As, as, and I would say, well, coach team people would people will disagree with me, sportos and all that. Although you know the, the ball games and Praters that know everything, um, I still believe that Boise State held with Washington. To show that they belonged in a Power Five group, I will say um, if you're you're waking up this morning and, and you think your life is falling apart, you're not a, a Nevada fan because they absolutely thoroughly got dominated by the University of Idaho Vandals. Break up the Vandals! They're starting the season two and zero. You also have the amazing finish. The uh, College of Idaho Yotes are three and zero. Don't know how they did it. Maybe the most amazing finish this weekend of any football game. The Oats trailed Montana Western 35-31 with five seconds to play. Pulled out the win with a Hail Mary tipped ball for a touchdown. Uh, this doesn't have the announcers. This is just the crowd reacting. Take a listen. Hail Mary thrown up, and if they would have caught it, they would have been outside the uh, end zone. But they tipped it back into the end zone where the uh, Yotes player caught it for the touchdown. They start the season three and zero. I want to go back like almost a for sure loss. I want to go back to one because I, I, listen, I'm I'm happy we're playing on the blue on Saturday, <clears throat> ten a.m. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> it's always good to, to to welcome new people into the state of Idaho from North Dakota. Nothing, nothing against them. How can Idaho play Nevada? 
and Boise State pulls North Dakota. You have an answer to that? No, um, I don't. No, if you if you do, you, you win today's tickets to whatever because I think that's a lot of questions that a lot of people have. Um, wh- why is that? U- I, I don't UCF know. Washington, I understand that that's Power Five. I get that you want mm-hmm. you want to you want to kick their booty. But if you're not going to play the conference and you're going to go outside the conference and you're going to play North Dakota, you want to see a sellout. I, I I predict it won't be a sellout this weekend. However, if University of Idaho is playing at two and zero, Boise State zero and two, you would have another sellout this weekend. Break out the wood chipper. <laughs> also, the other thing I have to say, uh, you have to be amazed with the Pac twelve final year of existence. They are eighteen and zero. Shut up. <laughs> I take that back. No, Oregon Oregon lost this weekend, didn't they? The Texas Tech. I get a text message here. Hey, Shellman, tell Mike about how you were making fun of him because he doesn't sound like a man. Uh, trust me, I heard it. Yeah. You just heard it now. Everybody else heard it. Hears mm-hmm. it every morning. Thank, thanks a lot. Uh, let's get a check on sports once again. There is a lot more sports to talk about. It's brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. Place to go. Settle down. Settle down. <laughs> the place to go. Open up 7 a.m., 15 minutes away. Get in for breakfast. Bob Beeler, what's it going to take for Boise State to bounce back? The Broncos are 0-2 for the first time since 2005. Not coincidentally, that's the last time they opened with two Power 5 teams. Running back Ashton Genty, who went for 115 yards on the ground and 97 through the air, talked about bouncing back the rest of the season. I think it takes consistency, right? So we have to be more consistent on both sides of the ball. We have to really um, learn from our mistakes and get better at those, but also look at all the great things that we've done and look at what it looks like when we're operating together as a team as a unit in all phases and learn from that also the bronco defense gave up 530 yards but just one touchdown they'll look to get in the win column on saturday when they host north dakota bob beeler news talk kboi drive home live and local with nate shellman this afternoon at three now back to mike casper and chris walton this is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk, KBOI. 706, 58 degrees in downtown Boise. Uh, Nate Shelman is filling in for Chris Walton today, who is uh, out sick. Phone lines are open at 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. You Don't can know if I'll us. be on this afternoon. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask you that. If you, if, Don't know yet. <laughs> uh, you can email us, mike at kby.com, nate at kby.com. You can also uh, text us. Today is September 11th. We are commemorating the 22nd anniversary of the attack on America this morning. If you want to share, uh, feel free. Go ahead and share your thoughts. Turn back to 220 heading. Let me know if you can see them. They were making a turn. 
152. Something weird is going on. Yeah. We, the World Trade Center is on fire. Oh, my Seriously, goodness. Seriously, the top it, of the building. We're trying to get information. Top level of one of the... ...is to unfold from New York City. A plane crashed. crashed. <gasps> Just... My sister's in that building. Okay. And I hope she's okay. And I got to run to New York. Oh, my God. Pandemonium. Right, first of all, calm down. We're... There's raining papers and ashes and... was attacked this morning by a faceless coward and freedom will be defended oh god oh my god all right so now uh, we look back up to the tv one of the world trade towers has collapsed and fallen Twenty nine hundred seventy seven people lost lost their lives that day, plus the untold number of people who lost their lives afterwards who were working at Ground Zero. Forty seven names added to the list today, as a uh, as a result of the first responders who have uh, died due to nine eleven related illnesses. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to weigh in on your thoughts, uh, I do have a couple questions that you can weigh in with your thoughts this morning. Number one question, do you think this is something that could happen again here in the United States? Obviously, we can't have the uh, towers attacked because they no longer exist. 
there's still a large, and, and there still are large buildings all over the country. That could be. Mm-hmm. Pen- uh, Pentagon is still there. All the, you think about what life was that morning and then how our life changed right after that. You know, we, we didn't take our shoes off. Think of how flying has completely, just getting into an airport. It used to be that you wanted to wish your loved ones goodbye, Walk say right goodbye. Up to the gate. Why, right up to the gate. You could say, hug them right before. No, can't do that. Can't meet them as they get off the plane. The things that you're able to carry on a plane now, like if, if you want to carry hairspray on a plane, if it's larger than, what, 1.7 ounces? Nope. The do not fly list altogether. Look what it takes to get on a plane. Now, as far as the search, what what different items that that you have to go through to even get on a plane? Have you ever been pulled out? Have you ever been pulled out for a search? Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. I've had my crotch searched so many times. The latest flight was the last flight I took. They took me out and said, "We have to search you and there's an area of your crotch we have to search." I'm wearing like basketball shorts and a t-shirt. There's nothing there. And they had had to search that. So yeah, I've I've been pulled out. Of line. Of line, yes. What has changed uh in, in your life? Beyond that, is there anything else that has changed? But a lot a lot hasn't changed at all. When it, whenever something bad has happened, there there's a news story down south where they said, you know, we we've had a number of things uh happen here. So in the name of public health. In the name of public safety, we're going to stop this right. We're going to we're going to halt this right for the time being. We talk about metadata, we talk about information, we talk about all that stuff that we used to think we were secure in and people say, "Well, in the name of safety. In the name of safety, go ahead. Mm-hmm. In the name of safety, go ahead and look." How much and and there's really no way of knowing due to what happened on 9-11, how much of our private lives are now investigated, and we don't even know it. Right. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless phone, 1-800-529-KBOI. Ron writes in, a uh, sad day in history for our great country, an attack with the same ferocity as Pearl Harbor, we must never forget. I was in Kalamazoo, Michigan, working in a hospital there. I went on break, was in a lounge with the TVs on. The reporters were talking about something happening to World Trade Center Tower. Smoke could be seen coming from the opposite side uh, position of the uh, camera. Suddenly, I could see a plane fly into the scene and hit the other tower. I couldn't believe what I had seen. What I really remember was complete emptiness of the skies afterward. Nothing was flying. Several weeks later, I flew back to Idaho. I've been searching at the airport. Everything changed that day 22 years ago. Ron from Meridian says we must never forget. You can email us if you'd like, Mike at KBOI.com, Nate at KBOI.com. Coming up, we'll uh, talk with Jeremiah Bates about uh, beginning of the week on the stock market. Looking pretty good so far right now. Another check on what's going on with sports brought to you by Pork Belly in Now Check out their menu ThePorkBellyIdaho.com. I already got the uh, message from uh, Facebook friend Dallas, one of our listeners. How about them Cowboys? Field goal from the left hash. And that ball is mishandled. Blocked and picked up by the Cowboys defender on the right sideline. It is Noah Egan Benamaki, and he runs it in for a touchdown for Dallas. It was Wanye Thomas. 
with the block. What they did yesterday to the New York football giants was just short of a crime. That was just short of an assault. So, for you Giants fans... It was ugly. Yeah. For a Cowboys fan, uh, they're, they're going to be... Niners are real. The 49ers are real, and they proved it against the Steelers yesterday. In between the hash marks, they did pick up the first down. Stretch run coming left to McCaffrey. Stays play side, breaks a tackle, 45. Block from Ayuk down the sideline, 30. Cuts back inside, 20. Still inbounds down the sideline. Diving for the end zone. Touchdown! Yeah, okay. So we <laughs> we had that for the... Uh, how are you this morning? There's 17 more games left. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it's mid-season loud right now. Akers in the backfield. Stafford under center. A quick toss to Akers. He comes near side. He's going to go in untouched. They looked so bad in the second half. Can we talk about what the rest of the Seahawks might need to do to DK Metcalf just to tell him to stop screwing around? <sighs> Stop acting like a fool. At, at some this point, is, what I think it's happened three times now in the last, twice last season, and now here we are where he's got a fifteen-yard penalty because he can't keep his hands in his mouth, hands to himself, and his mouth shut. Oh, Denver Broncos, were, were you thinking that I was gonna just not let you, uh, not let you experience some pain? Oh, here's your pain. Garoppolo, shotgun snap, fires the slant, it's caught, fires at the goal line, he leads in, touchdown Raiders. Jacoby Myers on the slant with his second touchdown grab and his silver and black debut. And the Raiders, with an extra point, will take the lead here in Denver. And they did. They did. They, they went up 17-16 uh, right after that. And I, I do have to send a special shout-out. I know we're running just a little bit late here. I am a Cleveland Browns fan, and I did have the pleasure of getting to know Jimmy Donovan <sighs> Who is right after this, right before this game? Jimmy Donovan, play-by-play guy, announced that he was mm-hmm. taking some time off away from the season to go fight le- leukemia. So, Jimmy, this one's for you. Four to the right, one to the left from the 13th. Second down. It's a draw. Here comes Watson running. Ten corner five touchdown. Receivers to the right, one to the left, and it was a quarterback draw all the way. And the Browns open up the season undefeated. <laughs> he's a he's a good announcer, by the way. He is a good one. So, Jimmy, uh, go kick cancer's butt. KBOI News time running a little late, 718. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are, we are News Talk KBOI. 733, stock uh, market is uh, open. Dow has jumped up 183 points as of right now. So off to a good start after not being a good week last week. We'll keep an eye on that for you throughout the day. Nate Shelman filling in for Chris Walton once again, who is out ill. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. If you want to get through and take part in the show, taking your thoughts on uh, the 26, uh, 22nd anniversary of 9-11 this morning as uh, we commemorate. There are uh, some things going on today that you can take part in. We'll be telling you about that as we uh, continue to talk about this throughout the morning. If you want to share your thoughts, email us also. Mike at KBOI.com, Nate at KBOI.com. You can text us. Uh, those numbers, by the way, are going to come in handy for you again today. Reminder that uh, we will be looking for the play of the game from our most recent game. 
It's the uh, Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game. And once again today, we will have another gift certificate for some food for you. Well, Land Ocean, $50 yes. gift certificate. Some great food that you can win if you know what the play of the game was. And remember, you can figure out what the play of the game is just by listening to the post game right here after every game on News Talk KBOI. Did you ever think, as, we, as we're now 22 years later, did you ever think that uh, there would be people who would be tired of talking about what happened on September 11th, 2001. Honestly, let's, let's not relive it. No, not not on the day of. I, I get it if you were reliving it every single day. Sure, but how it changed our country and and the fact that I mean how big and massive this attack was. No. I mean, that, that that would be, hey, let's forget about it. It wasn't that big a deal. It's 22 years ago. Why do we need to keep reliving it? Why do we need to keep opening up that wound? Why do you guys need to play the sound? Why? There's other stuff going on. There's other news to talk about. Because this is something that you, we shouldn't forget, in my opinion. And, you, and people say that. Do you watch the faces of other people when somebody says, you know, never forget 9-11, or you see the eye rolls? You see the eye rolls. And, and depending how some people say it, it shouldn't be a political point, and sometimes it is, and that, that might cause me to make one. But the overall feeling and the overall cause, why, why, we, why we came together. Again, the country hasn't been together at any moment like we were then. No, not, not at all. And that only happens from tragedy. Not only there, there will there will be no togetherness out of celebration. That only comes out of tragedy. Uh, just move on, move on. It's in fact we 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 found the people. We got them. They're not a problem anymore. If you are one of those people that feel like this is something we can move on from, here's your chance to share once again this morning. Once again, phone lines two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. I, rem- I remember growing up and still seeing the the footage of Pearl Harbor, mm-hmm. you know, in the eighties, and and it, and eventually it did wane, right? Yeah. Eventually, but people still remember December seventh, just like we, just like an, another generation remembers September eleventh. Twenty two years after Pearl Harbor, did you think there were people that go ah move on? It's twenty two years ago. Who cares? For years now, there have been people voting and signing up for service who never lived in a world that before before September 11, mm-hmm. 2001. Yeah. They're voting. They're, they're serving the country. They're drinking. They're 21 years old or, or 21, 22 years old today. 208-336-3700. Toll-free 1-800-529-5264. If you have a Verizon wireless phone, just hit pound 670. For your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. This smoke coming up from outside the windows, guys. All right, we're on the way. Huh? We're on the way, sir. Okay. All right, just, just keep some windows open. If you can open up windows and just sit tight. It's going to be a while because there's a, a fire going on downstairs. Open the windows unless we break. Okay. Just sit tight. All right, just sit tight. We're on the way. All right, please hurry. That was one of the first 9-11 calls. Um, when I say 9-11, I mean calls to emergency phone number on 9-11. 
today marking the 22nd anniversary of the terrorist attacks that hit directly in the northeastern sector of the United States. Treasure Valley communities will uh, recognize and honor 9-11 victims uh, today in Caldwell. Uh, they'll be holding its annual uh, 9-11 memorial, 9 a.m. Indian Creek Plaza. Nampa, the Nampa Fire Department will have its 9-11 ceremony at 8 a.m. today, Fire Station 1. There will be an honor guard presentation, ringing of the bell, an invocation. In Meridian, a moment of silence held at 7.46 a.m. Just coming up here in a few minutes, Fire Station 1. The event will be observed by Engine 31 and Truck 31 crews, as well as attendees, uh, Mayor Robert Simison, Fire Chief Chris Bloom, and other members of the Meridian City Council. Uh, Just prior to the formal moment of silence, flags will be moved to half-mast, and there will be a ringing of the bell. And then tonight, Kennedy Campaign holding a walking event at 7 p.m. where participants will take 2,977 steps to honor all the victims who perished on 9-11. The walk will begin on West Emerald Street, where the Boise River and Boise River Greenbelt converge. Susan in Meridian writes in, I'm glad you've acknowledged the tiresome remembrances of 9-11. It's time we move on. All people do today is use a tragedy to promote false patriotism. Families involved have remarried, graduated. The rest of the country needs to move on. This should not be a holiday in any way. That's from Susan in Meridian. Oh, hold, hold on. I, you want me to, There's no way I can do sports after that. Tiresome remembrances. Mm-hmm. Did I hear that right? You heard, Those are her words. By the way, this isn't a holiday. I wouldn't I wouldn't call this a holiday. We're not celebrating anything. No. No. Tiresome. Wow. That's like saying Memorial Day. You know, I have a problem with, hey, happy Memorial Day. It's not a happy thing. It's not a celebration. Ooh, I'm going to need a second. Oh, my. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Nate Chelman here filling in for Chris Walton this morning, who's just a little bit under the weather. You can email us, nate at kboi.com, or you can email mike at kboi.com. You can also email us off the website. Some of you, uh, Some of you do that, and... It's it's not for show when people send us those emails. We don't know your email address. Susan in Meridian, I, I would love to have you call in and explain why, but not everybody wants to come on air. Susan in Meridian did email you. Mike, you forwarded mm-hmm. me this email. Yeah. I'm glad you've acknowledged the tiresome remembrances for September 11th. It's time we move on. All people do today is use this tragedy to promote false patriotism. Families involved have remarried, graduated. The rest of the country needs to move on. This should not be a holiday in any way. Here's some, here's some fake patriotism for you from last night's uh, football game at MetLife Stadium just before the game. Absolutely fantastic, by the way. This is Queen Latifah with the New York Police Department and FDNY joint choirs singing the national anthem oh say can you see by the dawn's early light what's so proud 
Just a little bit of false patriotism for you this morning uh, from the game last night uh, at MetLife Stadium. For Susan in, in New Jersey. New Jersey, yeah. yeah. That's for you, Susan. 208-336-3700. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. We have a breaking news story to tell you about. Apparently, a plane has just crashed into the World Trade Center. So the building started to buckle. The first World Trade Tower collapsed. We now see the collapse of the second building. Some say this country is just out of looking for a fight. Well, after 9-11, man, I'd have to say that's right. I was on the phone with Vice President Cheney. He had informed me about the Pentagon being attacked. Those who make war against the United States have chosen their own destruction. The United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden, who's responsible for the murder of thousands of innocent men, women, and children. We haven't forgotten, but apparently there are some people who maybe think we should. Mark uh, writes in, gets his uh, email, mike at kby.com. I agree with Susan. My son is a much decorated green beret, but every time I see one of these jingoistic, uh, I don't know what that means even, uh, performances, I get sick to my stomach. Very few of our population pay for this so-called patriotism. Um, is Mark saying that the number of people who died on September 11th wasn't high enough? I, I don't know what he's trying to say, other than he agrees with Susan. We need to move on. What makes you sick to your stomach, I guess? What is it that makes you sick to your stomach? This is one of those emails we can't write back and ask, so I, I would ask either call in or or tell us. 208-336-3700. Jingoist, uh, jingoistic characterized by extreme patriotism, especially in the form of aggressive or warlike foreign policy, jingoistic propaganda. 
I don't think people remember. I would hope people don't remember 9-11 as a cause or excuse to go after other countries. But the idea when, when people do say that, you know, we're afraid of nothing, we have nothing to be afraid of. No, there are forces out there who are constantly trying to take us down and attack us, whether it's a foreign country or acts of terror. Still to this day. Didn't stop because we caught Osama bin Laden. I guess right? I guess these people just want it to, to, to just be a just be a regular day. Why don't we just why don't we just minimize it like we do everything else? Like we'll just have a bunch of uh, mattress sales, like we do on Memorial Day. How about a fun run, huh? Who's got a cake? Let's go ahead and put three thousand candles on it. Chuck Boise, thanks for being patient. You're on News Talk KBOI. I'm going to try to make this quick, but I got a lot of stuff I want to go over. Do it. Um, thanks for the microphone. I'm not a monkey, so I don't dance very well. 9-11, you know, that's part of the other government that did it to us, not America. Same as Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor, USS Ward, sunk a mini submarine 90 minutes before Pearl Harbor was attacked. But we did nothing. We didn't stop it because we didn't want to. 9-11, 15 out of 19 of the terrorists were Saudi Arabians. We didn't stop because we didn't want to. I'm going to tie it together because the same thing that we did with COVID, with mask and 15-day lockdowns, was funded because 9-11. If you go back to 9-11, the Patriot Act was, was enacted because of letting people attack us. And through the Patriot Act, we paid for bioweapons research in places like Wuhan and Ukraine. And because we paid for those bioweapons, we were able to shut down America with COVID. So when people celebrate 9-11, that's great because Americans did die. When we remember it, that's great because our family members hurt and they died. But we got to remember that the government, the unelected government, is doing this to Americans, and they're dividing us, and they're hurting us, and they're using us because they want power. Did you know that because of 9-11, Fauci is the highest paid government official in the country before he retired? I did not know that. His funding was increased almost 70% because of 9-11. Because it's illegal to make bioweapons because of the Geneva Convention, right? Right. But because of the Patriarch, he was actually able to make bioweapons, the coronavirus, outside of America through his funding, through gain-of-function research. Gain-of-function was paid for because of the Patriarch. Chuck, thank you for the call. Appreciate the thoughts this morning. You're welcome, guys. Fauci's pay increased from uh, from 2014 to uh, from three hundred thirty five thousand dollars a year to four hundred seventeen thousand dollars. That didn't happen right after 2001 or 2002, but he was indeed the highest paid doctor in the federal government. Highest paid out of all 4 million federal employees. Interesting take. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, need to take a break. We'll talk a little bit more about this and maybe something else that is going on in our country that can be traced back to 9-11. Coming up after 9 o'clock, we'll talk about that, about how people's rights may be taken away 
because of a health emergency. We'll talk about that still on the way. Also, Bronco Monday coming up after news at the bottom of the hour when we come back. $50 gift certificate to Costa Vida is on the way with our Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question. That'll be right after Bronco Sports today. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Chris Walton uh, out, feeling ill this morning. Nate Shulman in. And usually, Chris, about 80% of the time, I ask the question to him. He usually gets it right. Nate took a wild guess this morning. He got uh, it. He not, got it right. It, it was. It actually came up over the weekend. Ah. Uh, all right, Bob. You're going to get first crack of the day. We got a fifty dollars gift certificate to Costa Vida. Damn near impossible question. Brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Silverhawk Realty, local company with a global network. Call 208-888-4128 for all your real estate needs. Bob, this is the number one, by far, best selling item at Walmart's across the country. What is it? I'm going to go with bananas, Mike. It is bananas! They sell more, get this, more than one billion pounds of bananas every year. Wow. Congratulations. (laughs) $50 gift certificate. Coast of Vida. Don't you love it when you lay some knowledge on somebody and they're just overcome with just uh, wow appreciation? Wow! Wow! wow. <laughs> I want to know from how did this come up this weekend? What were you talking about? That first of all, who am I? Nate Shelman. You're what, the what, Nate Shelman. But, but what is what is my unofficial title? My what's my Facebook profile picture? I can't I can't say that on the air. Monkey with a microphone. Oh yes, yes. Okay. So. After the game, as most people did, we <clears throat> decided to go to Art in the Park. And <laughs> we decided <laughs> we, we decided to go to Art in the Park uh-huh. where we enjoyed, you know, a lot of, I mean there was a lot of great artwork there. But somebody was there selling a $75 banana holder. What? You heard me. $75 banana holder. And I had to ask the question because I had enough liquid courage in me that I just didn't give a damn. (laughs) (laughs) And I asked the person, what about this banana holder makes it $75? And they say deadpan to me. Just right. Well, you know, it's the most sold product in Walmart. Are you kidding me? That's how you got the answer to the question. Somebody gave it to you. Somebody who is wow. selling a $75 banana holder at Art in the Park <laughs> tried to sell me this thing based on the knowledge. It's like, well, you know, they, they sell more bananas at Walmart than anything else. Yeah, I bet you they sell a banana holder at Walmart for about five bucks. How many did you buy? I didn't buy a oh, damn okay. one. I wanted, I wanted to throw it at them. <laughs> but that would have cost me 75 bucks. We're not done with the winning, by the way, today. Uh, $50 Costa Vida gift certificates all week long for our Casper and Christie on your impossible questions still on the way. We've got uh, tickets for the upcoming game this weekend. Early morning start. Nate Shulman will be here at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm.
getting you ready for the game. Kickoff at 10 o'clock. We have the first pair of tickets that we'll be giving away this week against North Dakota. You want to be there, listen in after 9 o'clock to text and win your tickets. And still, just before 9 o'clock, we've got our Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game. We've got a $50 gift certificate to Land Ocean that we'll be giving away. If you know the play of the game, stick around. We'll be doing that on the way within the next half hour. This is Bronco Monday. The ball is caught for a Bronco touchdown. We'll discuss the most recent Boise State game and discuss the upcoming schedule. Now here's Mike Casper, Chris Walton, and the voice of the Broncos, Bob Bob Beeler, on your flagship for Bronco football. News Talk, KBOI. Look at that. Bronco Monday on an actual Monday. Um, However, Chris Walton is not here. Nate Shulman uh, with us today once again. We'll get it right one day. Bob? Now you're, you're Mr. Fill in. You were you were on the uh, game day show before the before the game. Well, Bob, if you're, you're here today, you just, just want to hang out with me, day, right? Uh, <laughs> you just go ahead and give me a call. And actually, you know, now I th- I think I said it in in jest on Friday. Uh, doing play by play is probably the only thing I haven't done on air on KBOI yet. I've done news. I've done a traffic report. I've done weather. I've done morning show, afternoon show. I've n- I've now done Bronco tailgate yeah. and game day. Do you, do you want me to let you in for a series or not? I'm good. Okay. I'm good. I'm, I'm okay. The best thing you could do is call him up, you know, half an hour before, hey, I need you down here real quick. I'm violently ill. Yeah, yeah. And and, and I'd have to be there. Yeah. It was fun. I'll tell you what, though. It was fun being there at the Hall of Fame Plaza, yeah. talking football with uh, with Richie. You, you had some good guests to sure. drop by. Yeah. Sure, we had we had we had President Trump, we had Jeremiah Dickey, we we had uh, we had um, Rock Forsey. Thank the, you. Yeah. And then listening to Brock Forsey and Richie talk about the old days, <laughs> about all they had to go through, what the program used to be versus the Shangri La it is now. Well, and and Richie is about if you're saying like the running backs now are Genty and and Halani, right? You you go back to Richie maybe ten years ago, and then you go back even further to to Forcey because Forcey and 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 Brockle didn't play together, right? Right. But I mean they're they're talking about the old facilities, and they're talking about you know yeah. how how uh, uh, maybe the athletic department was a little bit of a tightwad back then. <laughs> no, we didn't have it. That's probably part of it. So, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and the thing is, is those you know, guys built the program to what it is yeah. now. And yeah. everybody hopefully leaves it better than it was before. Sure. You know what? It's like it's like your parents always used to say, well, you know, I had to walk uphill to school oh, both sure. ways. You know? Oh, sure. They In the snow. Don't forget the snow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Ash and Jenny, and we'll be talking yeah. more. Um, man, I, I know it's early. You have last year, and then you have the first two games this year. Um, but for Boise State, in the first two games, he has obviously been the best player on the field. There's no question about that. And and I think one of the things that has you know he he's emerged where last year he was sort of the second running back. But I think you know, and, and Halani didn't play Saturday. He didn't play really in the bowl game either. But Genty has become so much more effective in the in the short pass game, in the screen pass mm-hmm. game, to add to mm-hmm. his running between the tackles that, you know, I, I think, you know, you're looking at another in the line of, you know, really, really good running backs at Boise State. I mean, he had over 200 yards all-purpose, nearly had 100 and 100, nearly had 100 receiving and 100 rushing. He came three yards short on the rushing of doing that. Nobody on the line ever gets credit, though, whether it's the offensive line or defensive line. The big guys, never they never get the headlines. Mm -hmm. They never get the accolades. They never get the recognition. To me, that's also a shining part because you only notice the line when something's messed up. Right, and he's a guy that I think would be a, a pleasure to block for because... 
the way he's so powerful mm-hmm. running, if you give him a little hole and it looks like he's got three yards, when the play's over, he probably has six. And I was, watching, I was watching it on television, and uh, there were times when, and I do not run fast at all, I could have gone through the hole that the offensive line was blocking. I think in the first two games, and we're talking about losses, and I think some of that gets lost, um, I think the offensive line has done a yeah. great job against Washington and also a great job uh, against UCF this past weekend. And because of the losses, that kind of goes by the wayside, yeah. unfortunately. I don't think, I know, in fact, in the time I've been here, I've been here 16 seasons, this is my 16th, mm-hmm. we have never had two games to start the season against teams that have been so good. I think both of these teams are going to have really good seasons. Um, I, I think that as we get into league play, North Dakota State is excuse me, North Dakota is an FCS team, and then you got San Diego State the next week. I think you're going to see that this team is better than it better than people think it is right now by by a long shot. I, I would agree with that. I asked uh, I asked a couple of people this before the game, and I can't remember if I asked you this either. What what makes the Broncos better? What what drives them forward to where they need to be? Is it opening up the season against a University of Washington and a UCF, two Power Five teams, or opening it up with a you know with a buster, opening it up with a with a with a confidence builder? Which we I mean, might get now with North Dakota. Yeah, they're two and zero though, and they've looked pretty sure. good. They're ranked in FCS. Um, no, but I think Boise State should, this should be a, a good win for Boise State. Um, I don't want to play two in a row, I don't think. I think, I think if you gave me okay. a chance to manipulate the schedule, and, and these schedules are made however many years, years. in advance. Well, I, UCF I th- wasn't a power well, five but, team but they've back been when good it was scheduled. Old, when yeah. it was scheduled, they, yeah. they were also yeah. a really good group of five teams. So I, I don't think you scheduled UCF thinking that, you know, right. the UCF was not going to be a really, really tough challenge. We played them. You know, two years ago down there, and it was a it was a similar game. It yeah. was back and forth. Um, I, I think that you, you know would have been nice, maybe to have had North Dakota this past week from a confidence standpoint, and then have UCF next week yeah. or this coming week. But hey, the schedule is what it is, and sure. you have to play the schedule. And you know, like the last game, you know, this past weekend, I mean, chance to win. I mean, you know, Cobbs gets the touchdown mm-hmm. with a backup quarterback leading him down the field because mm. Green's on the bench hurt mm. and. You get into the end zone, and then you got, you know, I, I said it, and I kind of said it jokingly on the air because, you know, you got to score when you can score, but I think they probably scored too soon. I said the same thing when he, when he went into the end zone. I go, dang it, there's a minute and 40-some seconds yeah. left. Yeah. We'll take a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll hear from the coach. It's Bronco Monday, KBOI News Time 842. Now back to Bronco Monday on your flagship for Bronco football. News Talk, KBOI. Bob Beeler with us once again. Chris Walton uh, out sick. Nate Shellman filling in, talking about the uh, latest game and also the upcoming game. Do I get the discount now at the Bronco shop? As a member of the broadcast yeah, team. You should. Yeah, you should. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> um, I, it, 10 a.m. The one thing, can I can I just say before you get in talking about the game, is with uh, starting out 0-2 and this not being a Division One football team coming in, Boise State is not going to overlook this game. No. No. no, I don't. But I don't think they overlook things, no matter who they're playing. So I they're, don't. They're hungry that. for a win. Yes, absolutely. Uh, North Dakota, good team. They're ranked in the FCS. Uh, they are two and zero. They beat Drake fifty-five to seven, and they beat Northern Arizona 
37 22. So, again, early in the season, kind of tough to tell. They've got a returning starter at quarterback that uh, has four touchdowns, no interceptions, averaging 260 yards passing. Uh, it's a team defensively that hasn't given up much. Uh, they've given up uh, 39 points in the two games. Give me 29 points in the two games. 20 of the points have come in the fourth quarter after the horse was out of the barn. Say, uh, say North Dakota's uh, offensive uh, passing stats one more time. Just because uh, you, you had them there in front of they've you. averaged 331 yards a game, which is pretty good. Okay, so <laughs> and it's so it's just going to be another test for the defensive ends. It's going to be another test for the secondary. Yeah, they've averaged over 500 yards a game. So what a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Nate. We we got just about uh, forty five seconds for her here to ask him the question that you you wanted to ask about. We, we had a quarterback conversation off air okay. that because uh, you you're used to this. You have to referee sports discussions between idiots all the time. Uh, I Mad Dog has a better completion percentage than Taylor Green, mm-hmm. and he's he's the backup. Is there is there any thought to possibly resting? Not 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 pulling not not pulling. Now, the say the whole. You ask if there's a quarterback controversy to me, and uh, I he's said not gonna absolutely that. No, no, I, no way. I don't think so. No, uh, Green's your starter. Look what Green did last year. You've played two good teams. Absolutely, I'm looking not. at this year. I know, I'm looking but, at but, one but, third but, of the passes this year. Okay, and how many passes has Green had dropped? Quite a few. <laughs> the, are you you feel better now that you you lost that argument? I can't wait to hear the play of the game. I can't wait. No, I can't wait to hear the play of the game. Knowing I have a feeling, knowing which quarterback is in the play of the game. <laughs> Don't be giving it away. I'm not. Come on, man. All right, two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless play of the game. It's your chance to call in if you know the play of the game. Fifty dollar gift certificate once again to Land Ocean will be yours. We'll do this just after news at the top of the hour, and we'll get back into the show, taking your phone calls and emails. Bob, once again, thanks for coming in. We'll talk to you again tomorrow morning for Bronco Tuesday. KBY News Time is eight fifty eight. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 9.05. It is a Monday morning after the game, and this is the time we uh, always do the Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game. We've got a $50 gift certificate to Land Ocean to give away this morning. And Randy from Emmett is going to get the uh, first chance at trying to win it. Now, Randy, our first question, did you listen to the post game? I did while driving home from the game. All right. Nice. That that That's a big advantage to you. All you have to do is yep. uh, tell us what is the play of the game from the most recent game against UCF. It was Madison to Cobb with approximately a minute 49 left in the game for the touchdown. Oh, that's very specific. Let's find out if that's what it was. Genty comes back into the backfield, lines up right of Madsen. In motion from left to right is Cobbs. Big blitz in the middle. Madsen over the middle, caught by Cobbs at the 15. He's still going to the 10 to 5. Touchdown, Broncos! With 149 left, they leapfrog UCF and take the lead 16 15. That is the best catch and run ever for Steph Cobbs. Wow, Randy, you were very specific and 100% correct, and that. We'll get you a $50 gift certificate to Land Ocean. Congratulations. Thank you very, very much. Randy, 
just r- random question, if you don't mind, to settle an argument yes. between uh, Mike and myself. Yes. Randy, who do you want to see yes. under center on Saturday? Who do I want to see under center? Yeah, for the uh, Broncos. I'm, I'm going to make a lot of enemies. I would like to see Madison under the under the under center. Thank you. <laughs> I rest my case, Your Honor. Wait, what do you mean you rest your case? case. Bob Beeler just said no. Rest my case. You may get your wish because we don't know how injured Taylor Green is. Uh, This is a true story. All right. This is true. Randy, hold on the line. We've got to get some information from you. Uh, Congratulations. Enjoy Land Ocean. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, there you go. That's how you win. You do like Randy. You listen to the post game, and you know exactly which which the call of the game is. Another chance to win coming up next Monday morning with our Treasure Valley Subaru call I, of the game. I'm not. I'm not talking about you know making that a permanent change. By the way, Mike. Let, just just to be clear, I I I think there's just from my being a fan, just being an you know <clears throat> unofficial member of the Bronco. Mm-hmm. I think whatever Taylor Green's got going on, whether it's an injury or something in his head, I think he just needs. A, I I think he needs a break. That's it. That's it. I, I don't. I love seeing Taylor Green behind center. I love seeing Taylor Green run all over the field. I love. I and I know he can do it. I know he's got it in him. I know he's got the ability. I know he's got the talent. I just you know what? Give give Mad Dog the rock. Give him a game. And that's it. That's it. Maybe that would light a fire. Maybe that would get Taylor out of his head. But whatever the issue is, maybe it would fix it. Are you one of those people that believe also the coach should be fired now? Also? No, okay. no, no. Because that's that, <laughs> here's, just, the, here's just the thing. Those are simpletons that say that. <laughs> the, the, that's the only. That's the only thing they go to is oh they they lost fire the coach they lost fire the they lost fire that's the only option they have. Okay, when you ask them the follow-up question, they have no idea what to do. Who do you replace them with? Oh, I, I heard that, too. Dirk Cutter. Except Dirk Cutter has already said he is done coaching for life. Yeah. You got two games under, under, under Bush Hamden. How about this? You want, you, want to, you want to fire Danielson? Okay, who do you replace them with? Shut up. <laughs> Stop it. We're two games into the season, folks. You played two power... Ten games last year. You hung with Washington for the better part of of three quarters. You hung with UCF right up until three seconds in the game. Don't act like you got blown out by the Vandals. At least, at, at least you're not Nevada. <laughs> at least we're not Reno. We don't have Reno problems. Uh. The problems we have, I'd love to have. Stop calling for heads. What's the number one goal every year for the Boise State football team? They put it on the board every single year. Start the game at 10 a.m. No, that's not the goal. (laughs) Number one goal is to win a Mountain West championship. I'd like for I'd like for the goal to actually be uh, get get University of Idaho back on the schedule and forget about North Dakota. No offense, North Dakota. No, I'm sure you're fine people there. I'm sure you're just good, fine folk, and uh, you're, you're going to be the nicest people that come to visit us. You know? No, sure. but here, here's the thing. How about you? Here's the thing. It, I, I, I will be surprised if, I hope we do, and we very well could see a sellout this weekend, but if we don't, 
Do you know who we could be? Who we would have a sellout against this weekend? Mm. University of Idaho. Mm-hmm. That uh, half the thing would be filled with Vandal. If, for every seat that a Boise State fan doesn't buy, a Vandal fan would buy. The beer line would be a lot longer too. <laughs> You're not wrong. I was born there, and I went to the University of Idaho on the weekends. I, You are not wrong. I think the beer line's long now. <laughs> Woo. Woo, get some vandals in there. Don't forget, we're giving Man. away uh, a pair of tickets right now. If you want to go to the game for free, we've got more tickets than anybody else. Uh, you've got about another 40 minutes or so. If you want to text the word Broncos, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um uh, check that. Uh, you're just texting. Just text. Just texting. Um, I did want to say, if you want to get through this morning, uh, we've been talking about this, and I, and I want to talk about this as it pertains to changes that we have may seen, uh, maybe seen in our life. I'm talking about 9-11. Today's the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. I'm still shocked at these emails. I, I am going to read an email we got in this morning once again, because we asked the question, is it, is it maybe time to, if you're one of those people that feel that maybe we should, we should maybe not memorialize it as much as we have in the past every year? Susan in Meridian wrote in. She has no soul. I'm glad you acknowledged the tiresome remembrances for 9-11. It is time we move on. All people do today is use this tragedy to promote false patriotism. Families involved have remarried, graduated. The rest of the country needs to move on. This should not be a holiday in any way, shape, or form. Susan, next year, get yourself a plane ticket. Get yourself a round trip. Actually, make it one way. We don't want you back. Uh, get yourself a uh, Get yourself a plane ticket to New York City. And... Please. In fact, Susan, if you email me, Nate at KBOI directly, I will pay for your plane ticket. I will pay so that next 9-11, next year when the families are reading the names of those members of their family, they lost. You know what I want you to do, Susan? I want you to sit there right in front of the podium, and I want you to say everything you emailed us right to their face. You tell them to get over it. You tell the you tell the you tell the widows, you tell the the sons, you tell the daughters of those who were lost, those first responders who have passed from 9/11 related illnesses. You tell them that this is a tiresome remembrance. Please go ahead and do so. You have a take. I'm sure they I I'm curious to see how your take, your opinion would be received by them. For Mike and I we're just two we're we're just two monkeys in in Boise, Idaho. Okay? But go ahead and say that Susan, say it to them. You have a free trip. Yeah, I I will Nate at KBOI.com. I will pay. I'll write it off. I will pay <laughs> for your one way. You got to pay for yourself to get back. <laughs> I will fly you coach. I will fly not first class. I will fly you just you to 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 New York City 
Text message 208-336-3700. How do we just forget the lives lost? The innocent people jumping from windows. The kids that lost mothers, fathers, the kids who were killed. How about the patriots that gave their lives to save hundreds, if not thousands, in Pennsylvania? Guess the sacrifice they gave has no meaning anymore. That's some BS. We are to honor all fallen and that died from the terrorist attacks and the brothers that sacrificed to save Americans. It's Stand not, for the flag, kneel for the fallen. Sorry, it's not convenient for Susan. It's not convenient for Susan. It's tiresome. Tiresome. Rem- Why? We don't relive this. We don't play the sound. We don't play the audio because we enjoy feeling bad. I don't enjoy the way I felt that day. I don't enjoy somebody telling me I have to get out of a building. I don't enjoy playing the sounds of people watching bodies fall. Scared people who would rather jump from the World Trade Center than burn alive. You think we enjoy that? How about if we just pretend it never happened? You think our life is better? No. Susan, and once again, I'm curious. We haven't heard back from you. I'm curious, Susan... Uh, how old are you? And I, I wonder if that means a difference to you if you're under the age of 30 and you don't remember what went on. So this doesn't mean a lot to you that the people that had to live through it did. And when I say live through it, I'm not talking about the people who were first responders. Or I mean, because all of us, all of our lives changed that day. We remember where we were. I'm just curious if you're the age where you don't remember what went on that day. And afterwards, which, by the way, we're going to get to when we come back, some of the things that have changed, maybe even something that happened this past weekend. For everybody else listening whose name isn't Susan in Meridian, why why are you remembering today? Why? What, is, what does today mean to you? 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. You can email us, mike at kby.com and nate at kby.com. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Uh, Listen to this. This is uh, uh, from a long time ago. I still remember listening to Mike and Kate in the morning. I remember the shock, the worry on their voices. Things changed so much that day. And it did change. Look at how we fly. You used to be able to... Walk your loved ones right up to the front door of the airplane. Yeah. Say goodbye. Can't keep do your that shoes anymore. on. You used to be able to keep your shoes on. Now you get TSA. Now you have to have uh, very soon. What's the the thing called with your driver's license that everybody's going to have to have before ID. you fly? Real ID. Going to have to have that. Even then, you're still going to get pulled out of line. Happens yeah. all the time. How many other things changed? Did something happen this weekend? Can you trace this all the way back to 9-11? New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham issuing an emergency order that suspends the right to carry firearms in public across Albuquerque and the surrounding county for at least 30 days. The governor says it's in response to a spate of gun violence that included the death of an 11-year-old boy outside a minor league baseball stadium this week. While Governor Grisham expects there to be legal challenges, she says she felt compelled to act. The order makes state police responsible for enforcing what will amount to a civil violation. Albuquerque's police chief says he won't enforce it. Mark Remillard, ABC News. It's for the safety, the safety of the people. 
Okay, so it's it, a health emergency. In that sense, the mindset, you're correct. That 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 is the only link I see between this idiot and nine eleven. Right. I'm sorry, this this mayor and Governor. And governor. governor. Sorry, this governor and uh and nine eleven. I that that the only thing you capitalize on uh on a on a crisis, you capitalize on fear, you capitalize on a situation to <sighs> I think she's just trying to prove a point that she ultimately knows is probably going to fail in court. However, when you go back to not, when you go back 22 years, there were a lot of us that were willingly kind of just okay. Let's just get through this. Let's hmm. let's get through yeah. this together. Yeah. You, you want to look at my driver's license? Fine. Uh, I think a lot of people at the time, a lot more than probably now at the time, would have willfully handed over, willfully signed over. Any, any, their, their, their entire records, all of their, all of their search history, all of their phone history, all of their, all of their expenditures, whatever the government needed, whatever the government, go ahead, go fine, because we, we all wanted the enemy eradicated. We were all together. Yes. Yes. Now, after that, and, and, and by the way, government doing what government does, government took it a little too far, right? <laughs> well, you saw, didn't you see some of the same stuff during COVID? Because you can't write the government a blank check, even if the government's offering you one. You can't write, we, citizen, we the citizenry cannot write the government, we the people cannot write the government a blank check. That's how government grows and becomes more out of control than it already is. Is this... A situation going on in New Mexico. Would a governor have, if if nine eleven had not happened, would a governor have said, "Look, we we need to get rid of the Constitution because public health and safety is more important than the Constitution"? Oh, sure. I I I don't think this you is, think so. Yes, it. it the, you have governors, mayors all over the country that are trying to chip away at uh, the Second Amendment, chip away at the First Amendment, just chip away at anything they possibly uh, they possibly can in the name of. And you know what? I'll, I'll say this. If I'm going to go, if I'm going to be my best Nate I can possibly be, I think their intentions actually are good. I don't think they hate guns as much as they also, pro- they probably hate seeing 11-year-olds die a lot more than they hate guns that that's just my gut instinct and i get that you're a dad so you're dad. how many times have you told your kids over time do not talk to your brothers or sisters ever ever again don't touch them don't talk to them don't look at them how many times he looked at me how many times have you said it? Uh, quite a few. Yeah, this is the this is this is government's result. Nobody can have a gun unless you're a cop, ever, or a criminal, or well, <laughs> that's my problem. Once again, you, if if you're a law-abiding citizen, you can't carry a gun. Um, or I mean, because it's already illegal, as far as I know, in Albuquerque. I've never lived there. To shoot someone, pretty sure murder is illegal in all fifty states. Okay, yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to speak out of turn. 
208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break here. News coming up here next. Uh, we'll get to more of your phone calls and emails. Phone lines are open if you want to get through. You can also email Nate at KBOI.com, filling in for Chris today. Mike at KBOI.com. Don't forget, if you're texting, uh, if you haven't texted yet, the word Broncos, and you want to win tickets to the North Dakota game coming up this Saturday, you got in about another 15 more minutes. Go ahead and do that at 208-336-3700. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. New Mexico gun owners up in arms over Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham's emergency orders, suspending the right to carry firearms in and around Albuquerque. We all agree that the, the governor has overstepped her authority and is actually in violation of the law. Protesters demonstrating Sunday in defiance of the order, which the governor said was in response to a spate of gun violence. I don't know what her thought process was, that she suddenly thought she could trample the Second Amendment. Already, two gun rights organizations have sued to block her order. Mark Remillard, ABC News. What do you mean you don't know what she was thinking? Safety! Public health safety. Public health. That's what she was thinking. You you can overlook the Constitution when it comes to public health and saving people. Mark in uh, Mark in Boise says this has more ties to COVID than nine eleven. They shut businesses due to health. You know, we, it's and, not wrong. And we and we see these we see these buzz terms, right? And 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 we fall. I don't know if we fall for them or you know we we take everything on a case by case basis. Is it is is one thing enough? to necessitate a temporary or permanent change going forward. I like the take that you had before we went to break. And when you said it, I hadn't really thought about it that way. But when you said it, it made me think, you know what? You're right. We, as Americans, a large majority of us, had no problem turning over some of our freedoms on 9-11. Go get them. For the, yeah. For the, for the good of the country, for the good of finding the terrorists who did this and killing. We had no problem turning over some of our rights that we wouldn't have before 9-11. It was our metal drive. You know, if you, if you, no, for World, World if, you War II. if you remember some of the, uh, some of the stuff, they were looking for scrap metal mm-hmm. and, and people were just, you know, giving them pots and pans and all, you know, whatever they needed. You know, ration food because you you want to make sure the troops are fed. It, it, it was our, it, it it was it was how we uh, it was how we were able to join the fight. Yeah, do whatever you need. Go get them. Hey, we're behind you. Go get them. Text message in two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred. Sometimes Nate can be so blunt; it's a little cringy at times. But this morning. Let the lion out of the cage against this Susan person and any other selfish, narcissist, heartless people who share her opinion. I know we are, are entitled to our opinions, but sometimes you need to just shut your mouth and keep it to yourself. No, I, I, I don't want to say that. I mean, you are entitled to your opinion, even here on News Talk KBY, even though people, large majority of people may think you're nuts and not right. It's still your opinion. And that was Susan's opinion. We don't have to agree with it. Exactly. And I I don't know if Susan or it, you had another email right after that. Uh who also agreed with yeah. with Susan. Um I don't I don't know if I don't know if they truly feel this way or are they just like stirring the pot. 
And as far as being blunt uh, or cringy, believe me, I'm editing. Uh, (laughs) Mike can attest to that. I know Nate Shellman. I've been around Nate Shellman. Trust me, he is editing. (laughs) I don't don't, don't mind offending people, but uh, we're allowed to have that difference of opinion because we all know that one person that, you know, something bad happened to them years ago and that's how they define themselves going forward that nobody will ever out victim them they are they are the word you know they were wronged once years ago and will remind you of that every time since and i don't think that's what 911 has become uh, i i or at least i hope not maybe I, maybe I don't i'm feel misreading that either. It. yeah no i don't feel that way either the whole idea that something bad happened to us and the people that you know we, we do need to work to make sure this doesn't happen again that doesn't mean we throw away our rights that doesn't mean we 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 blind ourselves with the flag or we blind ourselves with hatred no we just need to we we need to know and we need to be ever cognizant of it because it's not a false narrative that there are forces out there who are trying to undermine and destroy this country from outside and within that's that's not it's not a ghost story it's not a fable it happened it happened. We have the video. We have the audio. We we have we have all of it. It happened. Well, did it? Don't don't, don't do that. No. <laughs> we we have had I will a few you. conspiracy theorists who said that it didn't really happen. Yeah, you know what? There's people that believe we didn't land on the moon. There's I people know, that believe in, the, in Bigfoot. They believe in the Loch Ness monster. Wait 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 wait. Don't bring Bigfoot into this. That false narrative. Don't bring that into this. Wait, do you see, wait, do you hear what I have to say about the tooth fairy? Um, email Mike at KBY.com. To me, it is a symbol of how the terrorists uh, won that battle. From that moment on, all our lives change, and we do still live in fear. We do have some of our freedoms removed or taken away from our own government due to the terrorists. We now have flight restrictions, etc. So the way I see it is they won, and America is the loser. I don't think that's the same. Uh, I don't think that's something for us to celebrate. But I bet the terrorists do. No matter how big and how powerful we are, we get we're always vulnerable. It doesn't matter. We're you're always vulnerable, and whether it's laziness or discounting the ability of someone or of a group. You're always vulnerable. To think that nobody would ever try this, I I, I would hope, well, they, they tried it just a few years before, and they've tried it on different ships. Mm-hmm. There are countries out there messing with us now, trying to bring us into, trying to bring us into battles, trying to bring us into fights. Heck, uh, don't, don't forget the little fella in North Korea, you know, that would just love for a chance to <laughs> validate his existence. Idaho Boy writes in, we need to remember what happened on 9-11, and not just 9-11, all the wars and conflicts we've been a part of from our founding. If we choose to learn from them, we can mitigate future ones and prevent those who would take advantage of such such times for their own political power and gain. For one inevitably leads to the other. Remembrance is only tiresome if you're a vapid fool who chooses to ignore the importance of remembering history and learning from it. Complacency is the silent enemy of liberty. And we, it, you and I for talked. Vapid fool. <laughs> well done. You, you and I talked off air a little bit about this. What's, what's the saying? 
for those who choose to ignore history, you're doomed to doomed repeat, to repeat it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we can forget about it and just say, ah, it's over with and it'll never happen again. And, and, and again, my, I made an offer mostly because I want to engage this person in conversation, which I don't think they, they probably wanted to have. They just wanted to say their line and move on because they're a keyboard warrior. Uh, but this, this, the, the whole, the whole function of a talk show is meant for conversation. And if you actually believe that the that the memorials are tiresome, if you believe that it's just to sell product or push a narrative, I'll gladly have that discussion with you because yours is a statement of belief, and I don't know if I'm choosing to remember this day for the reason you think I'm choosing to remember this day. Or for that matter, a number of people who choose to remember this day. Understand, a lot of people signed up on September 12th to join the military. People signed up on September 12th to mm -hmm. join the fire department in their cities, in their towns. Don't, don't, don't underestimate the effect that this day had on a number of people to fill a need to step up. And if you say that's false, fine, you can say anything. But I'll gladly debate with you about it. By the way, if you got a few people who said that they would gladly put up money also to help you out to send Susan. No, no, this is my write off. This is my this is, this is my Christmas gift <laughs> for you guys. If Susan if Susan, you can email me. Again, the offer's there. Susan, you you obviously know how to work their websites. Susan, you can email me, Nate at KBOI.com. And next September eleventh, uh, hold on. It's been a bit since we actually read since I read the message from Susan, who messaged in at, uh, what, just after 7.30? Mm -hmm. Okay. Susan Meridian on the, on the, on the website, which is anonymous. We, we don't, I, people want us to post the message. We don't, we, we don't have her email address, nor would we post that anyway. I'm glad you acknowledged the tiresome remembrances for September 11th. It's time we move on. All people do today is use this tragedy to promote false patriotism. Families involved have remarried, graduated. The rest of the country needs to move on. This should not be a holiday in any way. And a number of you might have calendars where today it shows that today's Patriot Day. And that, that, that doesn't mean we're, it doesn't mean we, it's half off mattresses. Okay, there, there's not a car sale today. There are gatherings all over town. There was there was one earlier today in in uh, in Emmett on Freeze Out Hill in Meridian. There's gatherings all over the Treasure Valley in solemn remembrance. Susan wrote us back. No way. I hate to be called a keyboard warrior. I would call in, but I won't be hung up on or talked over. So you guys are phone Nazis. How about that, Susan? You haven't called in. You haven't called in. We wouldn't hang up on you. I don't, I, I don't want to well, speak for yourself. I don't want to. I don't. By the way, I don't. <laughs> Nate wait. is not running the phone today, so I, he won't hang up on you. Guarantee you, Susan, <laughs> I will not hang up on you. So, so d save your excuses. I'll be on this afternoon, Susan. 208 336 3700. I would love to hear your actual thoughts. You're not going to get hung up on. You're not. You have your opinion. We've told you that. That's your opinion. You are entitled to it. We're also entitled to disagree with your opinion, but if you want to back up your opinion, 
feel free, please call us now, 208-336-3700, pound 670 if you have a Verizon wireless phone. I will not be disagreed with. Gary uh, from Nampa writes in just before we go to break. That uh, national anthem from last night's New York-Dallas game was the most beautiful rendition of the Star Spangled Banner, which I've ever heard. Thanks for playing it. It would be nice if you would end today's show with a replay of it. Gary, glad you asked. We're going to do that uh, coming up. For those of you who missed last night's, maybe, maybe dare I say it, maybe better than Whitney Houston's? I know that's saying a lot, but it was pretty darn good. It's a great debate to have. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break. Final segment on the way. It's 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right. I just sent out uh, a text message. To the person who texted the word Broncos in, we chose at random. So if you're one of those people who texted the word Broncos trying to win the uh, tickets to the game against North Dakota this Saturday, check your texts. Need to get some information from you. Plus, we'd like to announce your uh, name before the uh, end of the show. Uh, Nate mentioned just as we were going to break a couple of uh, communities honoring 9-11 victims uh, today. Some of them have already uh, gone by the uh, wayside. They happened early this morning. There is one uh, coming up here tonight that if you do want to take uh, part in, it's going to be going on. The Kennedy campaign holding a walk event, 7 p.m., where participants will take 2,977 steps to honor all the victims who perished on 9-11. The walk will begin at West Emerald Street, where the Boise River and Boise Greenbelts converge. Everybody is invited. Organizers are asking walkers to bring their favorite peace and love quote to share. Those quotes will be drawn out of a bag and read out loud after the walk tonight. Once again, that's going on at 7 o'clock. I was, uh, I was blessed growing up because my dad was 11 when Pearl Harbor happened. And he he may not have been, you know, may not may not have had all the knowledge of what goes but on. At but at eleven years old, you remember it. But he he remembers he remembers what it meant to him. He remembers how 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 his parents uh, felt and how the how the entire country behaved on that day. And from then to now. You know, we, we have faced tragedy, whether it was the uh, Kennedy assassination attempt. The landing on the moon might, might be the most positive thing that brought the country together, mm-hmm. right? Uh, or, or, or the, you know, gosh, if we fast forward from that, may, maybe it's the uh, U.S. hockey team beating the Russians in, uh, in, in... Oh, that was a good one. You know, yeah. In, but everything... Where, where you felt patriotism. Right. But, but it was positive. It was a positive unification because everything else... After that has been, you know, negative, tragedy, an attack, an accident, an explosion. And there is an entire generation of kids who haven't even experienced that. And it's a disservice to them to just allow them to watch it on a TV or just allow them to read it out of a book without there being some feeling behind it. Because if you remember today, 22 years later, and you feel nothing, I, I have questions. 
Text message in, 9-11 should be remembered of how foolish and ignorant we were to disregard reports of individuals in a Florida flight school that didn't want to learn how to take off or land the airplane, just how to steer it. Our vigilance and determination could have saved many lives. There's a lesson we learned. And there's a message there, too. You can go back and do that with Pearl Harbor as well. Yeah. And that's why I asked why, how old Susan was. Because Pearl Harbor, to you and I, we weren't born. It doesn't mean near as much as 9-11 because I lived through 9-11. Right. Although I still think Pearl Harbor is not something that we should forget, even though I didn't live through it. Thank you for uh, all the phone calls and emails. Uh, We'll be back to do it again tomorrow as we leave the show. I want to leave with this song from last night's maybe the best rendition. Can you see by the dawn's early light what's so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming who's brought stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight all the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming Tifa performed that rendition of the Star Spangled Banner last night at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey before the Cowboys-Giants game in honor of those who lost their lives September 11th. By the way, in case you're curious, that was the NYPD and FDNY Joint Choir who were helping out on that. Mm. Pretty amazing. Didn't even know they had a choir, but there it is. That's it for today. Nate Shulman will be back this afternoon at 3. He has tickets to the Boise State game coming up for you. 6 we'll o'clock hour. More tickets for you tomorrow morning. I'll